0: And welcome to the One Broke Actress Podcast. The One Broke Actress Podcast. The The One One Broke Broke Actress Actress Podcast. Podcast. This is the podcast giving you an honest account of actor life. I mean, can we just be honest for a second? Plus a few lessons I learned in the process. This is what I'm saying. Nobody knows anything. I'm your host, Sam Valentine. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode five I am Sam Valentine. We are blazing along here with episode with season four. And uh, we're going to get right into this week's episode because I'm so excited to introduce you to Kelly Phelan. Kelly Phelan is our first ever stunt woman on this podcast. She's also a very talented actress and a stunt coordinator. I met her when she was stunt coordinating AP Bio. Um, I was doing a little co-star spot, and so I spent a lot of time working with her on one of the stunts, and she was awesome. And she sat down with me, and she really breaks down how she got into this world, and it's not what you'd expect. You'll hear me in the podcast several times today saying, oh, and then that happened, and then you moved to LA and she'll say oh no no wait and then I did this Cirque du Soleil show like just wait for it her story is fascinating and will take up probably about the first half of the podcast but you're gonna want to listen because it's really fun Um, she also talks about her journey into becoming a stunt woman uh, some of her favorite stunts she's done her first experience stunting in a film which did not go according to plan Um, and then probably one of the favorite things she talks about in this episode is how important it is to not base your self-worth on your job which we all know deep down is true but sometimes it's hard to put that out there when our job is based off of individual bookings so let's get into it with one of the biggest badasses i've had on this podcast ladies and gentlemen without further ado please enjoy kelly phelan Mm -hmm. No,
1: I'm excited. Okay, let's do Done your first interviews, podcast. but not podcast. Oh, know, cool! Random things. This yeah. is the whole new world. I love it. But kind of the same. Yay,
0: Kelly. Yes. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we met on a set, and you were working stunts on that set. Were you coordinating that one? I was. Okay. Yep. So how do you take us on your journey? How do you become a female stunt coordinator? Because this is so cool, and I haven't met enough of you.
1: Yes, it's it's always a, a journey and always a continuous learning thing, I don't think you say, okay, now I'm a coordinator. Because <laughs> you're always kind of growing. And um, But basically, my most stunt professionals come from a sports background of so yeah. something from their childhood. Um, it's just a good segue into what martial arts or gymnastics or some specialty, uh, diving, okay. whatnot. That's kind of the... I think for most people, what gets them into the business is their sports at a young age. So I did gymnastics when I was younger, and I competed in college. I got a scholarship. I went to LSU. And while I was there, I didn't know what I wanted to major in, but I've always loved theater. Mm -hmm. But I was always an athlete. So I got my minor in theater while I was there. And um, always just had a love for performing. Was there, do you remember like the first time you wanted to do acting at all? Was it when you were a kid or was it?
0: I mean, in college. Yes, when I was
1: a child, I mean, it was a weird thing because I was born in California. I was born in San Francisco and we moved when I was two. And I, so I don't remember any of it. And we moved to Florida, this small little town in Florida. But my mom said I was always obsessed with like Hollywood. Really? Like your traditional. Yeah, I would print out the pictures and just, yeah, I would always dance around the house and put on little shows. And my sisters and I both, we would, we would just create little scenes and things, but, you know, I grew up in a really small sheltered town, okay. so I didn't know much about acting, let alone stunts. I didn't even know what stunts was, really. Mm. So, but, yeah, I always loved performing, and I always had, um, I think, actually, <laughs> oh, gosh, actually, one, the one time that I got the shot to do it, my sisters are identical twins. What? Yeah, and they, they're so cute, and they're only ten and a half months older than me, so we're almost triplets. Oh, wow. But Do you look they, like them? Yeah, Could you yeah. Pull it off? We yeah. all look alike. You definitely, if you see us, you definitely know we're sisters. And then you see those two, and you know, like usually one will they'll say people will be like, "Oh, is that your twin?" And then the twin actually comes in and they're like, "Oh no, that's the twin." <laughs> but it's like enough, you know. Um, but yeah, they were my mom. I don't know if a friend recommended it, but my it was around the time of those doublemint commercials, mm-hmm. and they were using twins. And someone was like, "Oh, I'll go to a casting in Orlando," and my mom went, and they ended up get, making almost all the way to the end, and like whatever. So my mom's like, "Oh, this could be a cool thing for the kids." They seemed like they loved it, and so I was like, "I want to do it too." I was like five, and I got my headshots, so cute, whatever. And then my first audition I got was for SeaWorld. and I remember my and I had to do like as if I got splashed by Shamu. So I remember being in the in the bathroom in the mirror. And my mom's like, "Okay." Now Chamu splashes you. Okay, you're reacting. Oh, and like doing all this stuff. It was super cute. That's so And I cute. nailed it. I was like, okay, I'm going to crush this. And I get to the audition, I wouldn't even speak. I wouldn't even move.
0: Oh, you got so scared. Oh, yeah. They
1: called me up and and they were like, oh, she has the the perfect look of what we're looking for because I was a little toe head, like real blonde adorable. hair, blue eyes. <laughs> and just that's what they wanted for that time, it was for that commercial. And uh, I yeah, they were like, oh, sorry. She's, she looks it, but... Basically, she sucks. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. I got so camera shy. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Did you have
0: to drive a long way to get there? Do you think you yeah, were Yeah, like, it was nervous? about
1: an hour and a half, two-hour drive. Oh. My mom's an- amazing, though. My mom's a gangster. She was like, all right, let's go do it. Whatever <laughs> you guys want to do. But, yeah, so that was my first encounter, and I didn't do so well. Okay. And then... And then in college, you're like,
0: you know what, let's do this. (laughs) Well, then I got
1: obsessed with gymnastics, so I didn't have time for anything else. Mm -hmm. I never took acting classes when I was young. I never got in plays, never did any of that. But I I still had this, like, I like performing kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, when I went to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I majored in psychology, but I needed a few minors. And I just started doing all my electives in theater courses, history, um, lighting, like every aspect and I had enough to get a minor, so okay. it was yeah. That was that was my first kind of like dabble in the world, and okay. I didn't do much. I didn't do like a ton of plays or anything because I was competing in gymnastics. Did you want to take gymnastics to like an Olympic level? Is that something that I, you think? Of that yeah, in when college? I was young, when I was well, no. Usually, you make the decision before college. Okay. So I think in college, I wanted to a compete and do well for the school, but also get a decent degree and. Then figure out what I want to do. Because once you kind of commit to going to college, it's, you're, you're old by 18, let alone 22 for gymnastics. Some days I feel like that in Hollywood. Oh my too. God.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: So, and then you think you're a certain age. And then, like today, I was doing a rehearsal with somebody and I'm like, how old are you? He's like, 20. I'm like, oh, I'm not anymore. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, oh, I thought I was 20. How could you be 20? Shit. It's not me, I, know, I know. When uh. about your age. If they ask your age, and I'm
0: like, they're like, oh wow, no way, I know. And I'm like, that's good. Again. Or um, they're like,
1: how old are you? Like, 25. I'm. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Yeah, actually, I'll be 26 soon. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I never give it away unless <laughs> you ask. Almost rent to god Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, even in college, you're getting. I was getting paid. You know, I'm, I'm full scholarship, so I couldn't. Most of my attention needed to be on that mm-hmm. school and and gymnastics. But I again, I dabbled enough in it to where I was like oh, no, Like I like this. Wow. You know, I just yeah. like something. But I don't know what... Because I, I got to do every... Not everything, but I got to do a little bit of, you know, um, lighting and sound. I ran lighting on a play once, which was really cool. I, I like that as well. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of aspects of it. But I did miss kind of being the person to bring people in. I don't know. Like, when yeah. I watch something, I love being compelled by... I don't know. I... I know it takes it takes more than just the actor, you know, totally. When at first you think, but that was my first love, like being that person that can make someone convey certain emotions, which was kind of where I was going, because gymnastics is a form of art as well. It's, you know, you're performing, you're you're on the balance beam and you're putting on a show because people are scared shitless because it's four inches. (laughs) But then you save it and and then you stick it or you don't. And the other team's almost there. And then you win by hair. It's it's a whole drama. It's all the same. It's just a different different story.
0: So when you graduated, with like when you graduated, did you think, okay, I'm gonna start going pursuing this? Oh no, or how
1: do you? Oh no. <laughs> so well, so I graduated, and I'm trying to think exactly. I got I got an agent down there, but I forgot that exactly how I got that. Um,
0: Isn't it so funny to remember? Yeah, that, that was probably such an epic thing, but you can't. remember yeah. what connected those dots? You
1: know what? I really think I. I was working at a bar at the time. I mm-hmm. was running um, an Irish pub or managing and bartending and you know, figuring out what I'm gonna do with my life. And um, this was after school? This was right after college. Okay. So I didn't I didn't I wasn't good with um, my bosses at the time. I worked at this Irish pub and I was with them for a few years and then I was gonna graduate and as you think you're like they're like, Well, we want you to stay on with us. You've helped create all this and, and I'm like, I'm gonna get a big girl job. And then they offered me, but they offered, they, but then they gave me a salary and insurance and stuff. And I was like, never mind, I'll stay. Oh, that was so, a magical thing. Yeah, it was great. I never, so I didn't use my degree per se, but I was in the workforce and doing that. And, and you know what? Honestly, bartending is also acting too. You know, like all uh, these uh, things are like little bits of what led me to it. You know, even psychology. I was, you know, majoring in psychology and you know the world, like especially this world it's psychology it's totally. How, I, how to deal with certain people and <laughs>
0: yeah
1: the whole nine but yeah so I did that and I forgot if I someone told me about an acting class or whatnot mm-hmm. but I remember there was um at the time it was kind of right when Louisiana was starting because I went to LSU and yeah, yeah. starting to pick up I remember that movie Dukes of Hazard with Jessica Simpson and it was being filmed and like all this stuff and it might have been just one of my friends joined the class and it was at the Celtic Studios, which is still there in Baton Rouge. And my teacher was a lovely, beautiful human named Lewis Eartham, who is on Westworld and now just blew up. What? He plays Wait, um, he Abernathy, her dad. Oh cool. that was my first acting teacher ever. Really? Yes. And we we're still friends. Does he live out here? Yes, he does now. Um, so he, he moved out here when he was young, his story. He moved out here young and went back to Louisiana to help take care of his mom um, And when she fell sick. And then while he was there, you know, got an agent and was doing stuff locally and also teaching class. Cool. Yeah. So he was my first acting teacher. And he was amazing. <laughs> and he is amazing still. Like, it's just, it's cool that we both now ended up here, too. Yeah. Um, And even fast forward, I was working on, I got to work on Westworld and he was on it and being on set with him was just like,
0: ah, this is full circle. God, your life really does come
1: like that. It does. And he was so, I mean, it was, it was awesome because I, I was doing like a little like stunt acting role or just like ND, you know, nondescriptive stunt, Mm -hmm. just being a, you know, another body doing stuff. And, um, he's like big time on the show, you know? And he was like, "Oh, this is Kelly." Like he was like treating me. I'm like, Lucas, like, <laughs> like, I don't." To everybody, speak. directors and everything. <laughs> uh, but it was super cute. Um, yeah, but so I was taking his class.
0: Solavino.
1: Solavino is the full name. Yeah, he's Spanish. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was. He was my teacher, and he knew I was a gymnast. And he was trying to connect me with a local stunt coordinator down there, and um, I just never got my shit together. Really, with this coordinator, I didn't know much about stunts, and Mm -hmm. I didn't know how much how much you could make. Really, was the (laughs) big one that I was like, "What?" But um, I I remember, like, I, I was up and looking back. What an idiot! So, because sometimes I think back, if I would have started in the stunt business then, how like would it be so much further, you know? But and I, but I think your, path's your path. Who doesn't think that about their career, though? Right, right. So I remember it was this, this job, and um, Lewis was like, my friend, he, he needs a stunt double for uh, Brittany Murphy, um, oh. rest in peace. Uh, I know, gosh, drowning like a drowning scene or something like that, and I'm pretty good double for her. It would have been, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like. No, I have to work at the bar that night. What an idiot. Jesus, stupid ass. I wish somebody would have said. (laughs) And I just kept kind of bailing on this guy, this stunt coordinator. And you know what? I was thinking about the other day. I want to talk to Lewis and ask him, who was it that you were always trying to, like, because maybe I know them now, and maybe it's like, ooh. Remember Uh. when I bailed on you a million times? I just want to know, like, I forgot what his name was, but I bet he's still in it.
0: Like a production person or
1: something? Uh, no, he was a stunt coordinator. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: okay. I bet he's still stunt coordinating. For so, sure. I did, yeah, I just thought about that the other day. It's funny. <laughs> well, so, funny. I just, he was trying to hook me up and get me in the biz at least. He got me my first agent down there, which was his agent. Cool. Um, and got my first set of headshots and did classes with him. And um, he was amazing because he really thought, you know, raw talent wise, I was really like suited for comedy which I love, you know, well, I love it all, but I, I find, like, it's more my personality. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he just kept saying there's not a lot of funny, cute girls, or, like, you know, just, it's a stigma, mm-hmm. you know, like, you, oh, if she's that, looks like this, she can't be funnier. It's always that, like, like for instance, one of the most beautiful and funny people is Leslie Mann. like For sure. Oh, my God. She's hilarious. She's everything, you know, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, like, every all, all those women. Yeah. You know, so... Anna Ferris. you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like we've kind of broken it's, past yeah, that, like, yeah. grid. Over well, and, and now years. all of the people that were so-called comedian or comedic actors, they're doing drama roles. Yeah. And they're amazing. Like, when you see, like, Steve Carell It's Carrel the most or, or, fun to watch. It is. It is. So he, he really th- thought I had at least something to go for, cool. you know, to go after. And I was super excited about it. And then I went home to Florida just to visit, and I met a boy.
0: So you met a boy. I met a said. boy.
1: And we started dating long distance, blah, blah, blah. And then I decided to move back to Florida. And okay. I remember the day that I told Lewis, and I was bawling. Because it was like my dream, but also, I don't know, like I loved, I loved my boyfriend. And, like, and I, did I you didn't get like that instant you... gratification from it yet, because I, didn't have to put, I hadn't put the work in. Did but you, in my eyes. Did, eye, did you feel
0: like you were leaving the potential of the career to go
1: with the boy, like you couldn't have both? Well, I couldn't be in that, like, in that world. Like, I couldn't take my acting classes. And I could, but I was really getting on a groove with with Lewis and also got the agent. And Florida's not necessarily, it's a very, like, theme parks and live shows and stuff, but it's not film and television. Yeah. And Louisiana was just up and coming at that time. And I was just, my head was spinning in different ways, and I decided to do that and move and i remember telling lewis and i was bawling and because you know when somebody when you believe you believe in yourself well actually i think a lot of times in this industry other people believe in us more than ourselves because we end up kicking ourselves down and so i think that when somebody else really believes in you and like somebody that you trust it's not just your friend saying yeah you should be an actress Right. You're funny or whatever. <laughs> Someone that's tra- like a, a professional and they're training you and they just see something in you, then, then it, that was disheartening. Because yeah. he even said something to the effect of like, I don't say this to everybody, but and uh, then it's like, I
0: don't love you. Love that. God, but you made the move. I made the move. Okay.
1: And um, I didn't know what to do. So I started working at Disney for the second time. I worked there in high school as well. Which was super fun, and I used, and I was a, I cannot say that. What am I supposed to say? Oh, I was friends with Cinderella. Oh, uh-huh, friends uh-huh. with like Sleeping Beauty.
0: Oh, I can totally see you being yeah, friends with Sleeping Beauty. I was Beauty. really BFF.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, so we I did that just to get a job, and um, that was really fun too. That was another thing, the performing and speaking and. Um, improving and doing that because I would do meet and greets and mm-hmm. then I'd also do um, some of the live shows and parades and stuff like that, but still in the performing world. Yeah. Which did is you, great. D- during this time,
0: did you, uh, were you? involved in athleticism at all like did you maintain do you say like because you you're so fit and mm. I know it's like a part of your job now mm-hmm. but coming from gymnastics and like that it, there's so much structure there mm-hmm. what did you do right after school I feel like that'd be almost jarring
1: yeah in a good way though because mm-hmm. you don't have to be that fit anymore mm-hmm. uh, fit well you have you have to be fit but I'm not doing a floor routine every Friday night right for thousands of people <laughs> and have to be of- yeah it's a different fit so you, you can adjust and figure out what keeps you in shape and whatnot. Like initially, I lost a ton of weight.
0: Did you? Yeah, because I, I had like a lot of muscle. Often I hear the the opposite.
1: Maybe, but I From was athletes. so muscular in college and mm. so because we were training weights and doing all that. So initially, not doing that anymore, I lost a lot of muscle. So I lost a lot of weight that way. And then I still always was. I always like to do something active, whether it's like outside, like surfing or hiking or. And not, the fun stuff. not always like traditionally a workout <laughs> in the gym person, uh-huh. unless I find something really that I love. But I've always stayed active enough. Um, That's cool. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. But then right after I kind of started working at Disney again, um, there was a show, a parade called Block Party Bash, and they had acrobats in it. And I auditioned for that because somebody told me about it. And um, that was an entertainment company. That was vendored out of Disney, um, and they—that was more like I'm doing trampoline and I'm doing. Do you know like when people are on stilts? Uh-huh. And, but they can jump on them. No, they're, jump, they're called power skips. So they're a little shorter than normal stilts, but oh, they have a spring. Yes, they kind of like leap, and you and can stuff. jump on them. And but you're you know, they're four four or five ah. feet. They make you four or five feet taller. Uh-huh. So you strap those to your feet. And so I did this little like Pixar um, parade. And uh, but it, it kept me a little bit in the athletic loop because it was trampoline and, and that kind of stuff, um, and I did that along with working as a um, a character performer okay. at Disney. So I did both. Okay. Um, but still, never that like I still was kind of in like girlfriend housewife mode mm-hmm. at that time. And my boyfriend at the time, he's great. Like we have always we it just we're young you know? Yeah. And it's nothing, he was, he was really, he got pretty successful with his business um, and he was taking off and doing his thing. And I just felt, there got to a point where I just kind of checked out and I didn't feel like I was living the life I was meant to live. You know, like I was fine. It was fine. I was doing fun stuff, working and then I had a great house with him and but I, I felt like I was seeing him, I was so proud of him being successful, but I didn't feel like I was having that for myself. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether it was doing acting or not, I mean, maybe it could have been another thing. I just didn't feel like what I was doing was giving me the joy that I see other people have when yeah. they have their success or their goals. I wasn't really making any goals and I wasn't meeting any goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, just working. Is right
0: that, and you decided... To make the move, the move. <laughs>
1: <Capital> no, <T. laughs> there's still another step. Oh my, oh my god. god, this is a long process no, to get here. Great. Ugh. So then, when I was first working at Disney and I was a baby, I always wanted to be in the Indiana Jones show. It was a live show there. Okay. But every time I'd audition, they said I looked too young because she's the woman is supposed to be a woman. And I, when I was 16, I looked like I was 10. <laughs> so they're like, "You're talented enough, but you look like you're 12." So did. Um, I ended up wanting to do that and got in touch with some people over there that was at Disney as well, and then I was going to audition, and they're like, oh, yeah, bring her in, great. One of my old gymnastics coaches, he played Indiana Jones for years,
0: oh, and so he kind of put a
1: good word in for me. And then I, then I got excited because I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be a character and a thing and a, something new and just a change. And I went to – it was like a days away from going to that audition – Oh, I did. No, I, maybe I did a little private audition. They just kind of brought me in to make sure I could do strength stuff and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I kind of just got the in because of my uh, Jeff, my old coach Robinson. And um, yeah, then I was going through like a bit of a trouble time with a boyfriend and a buddy of mine, Wes. He was going to this audition in Orlando, and it was for a show called La Rev, like a circ show, similar to Cirque. Same guy that did all the Cirque shows, mm-hmm. but they broke apart. He's like, you should come. They're looking for ex gymnasts, cheerleaders, divers, like. And I'm like, oh my God, those people are so good. There's no way I'm going to this audition. Are you crazy? And I went with him just for like shits and giggles. And then I made it to like second round, and then the third round, and the fourth round. Made it to the swimming portion. And then they said, okay, well, if you hear from us. They travel all over the world, and then they pick a few of their favorites or whatever from each city, and then they fly you to Vegas, and then you do, like, a workshop there. So we did it, and him and I both made it through, you know, all the rounds and and whatnot, and um, then I was like, oh, that was really fun. And there's just, like, that, whether it's for a stunt thing or an acting thing or anything, just that audition jitters you get and that fun excitement. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm back. I'm alive. I got a little more, you know, breath in me here. And then, so I was going... So then I got the um, workshop. Okay. So and my friend Wes did too, which was fun. We, we flew to Vegas. And then they test you there on the stage and put you through some acting stuff and choreo for dance. And, and then based on your background and skill set, they try you in different acts and, and just see what you got yeah. kind of deal for three days. Um, I bet that was a blast. It was so fun. It was really fun. Um, and it was the hardest some of the hardest three days of my life because they put you through a ton of strength and, like, a whole keeping up with this thing. I wasn't, like, working out hardcore. Yeah. So, and honestly, like, I, even at the audition, I was like, oh, man, I'm out of shape. But I'm the type of person that I, I'm like, all right, we only have to do it once. So just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. You know, climb the mm-hmm. rope. Just do it. You, you can do it. Get it done. You know, and they, if they wanted us, you know, come to find out later to pass the strength, say you have to do three chin-ups, but they'll stop you at 10. I just was like, I'm doing 10. Because it's going to just set you apart. Yeah. You know, just going to like, if you can do it, just just go for it. There's a lot of lessons in that. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. And even though, then they tell you later, oh, you passed with three. And they're like, shit, I should have just said (laughs) five. (laughs) Because now I can't move my arms.
0: So much bonus. But
1: it's another, you know, reason. If they see people that go above and beyond, I think that's kind of what they're looking for too. Yeah, so then I went to Vegas and did the workshop. And it it was amazing. Like, it was the first time where I was out of the bubble of, small town because I grew up in a small town and then I went to a small town school and then I'm like, Oh my God, this is like real life. I could be a big girl on my own. Like, and like I said, my, my boyfriend and I were kind of on our way out anyways. And, um, then I, I got it. I came home so and they cool. called me the next night and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm moving to Vegas. Are you freaking kidding me? Wow. Yeah. And it says just like, just like that. Yeah. Like I had to be there in, I think three weeks. Two weeks. Whoa. Yeah. So I packed up the car, drove out. Yeah, it was crazy. That's crazy. But it's funny how it happens because I really wanted that Indiana Jones show my whole life, like when I was young, well, when I was 15 on. And then the second I they were like, okay, we're gonna take you at Indiana Jones, I get the call for the Cirque show.
0: Isn't that like <laughs> so sure about So
1: many things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So I got Le Rev, which means the dream. For all of you French speakers. Um, but yeah, it was, it's an amazing show. It's still my favorite show. But it was created by uh, Franco Dragon, who does a lot of the Cirque shows mm-hmm. and a bunch of shows. But um, then the owner of The Win, Steve Win, he bought uh, Le Ref. So okay. we're not necessarily part of the Cirque bubble anymore. Okay. But it's still that same quality of show. Um, but yeah, it was a water, like a water acrobatic show. That's
0: so fun. And you got to travel.
1: Um, no, we were stable. We oh, were, were just, it, they in had in the Vegas. theater in Vegas. Yeah. Cool. hmm Which was nice. You know, it was because you just, when you're traveling, it's, when you have a, like a stable theater, you can really build into that theater and make it outstanding. There's mm-hmm. only so much you can do with the traveling, even though these days it's amazing as well. Yeah. I mean, we had a 25 foot pool. And the theater was in the round, and so every seat was good. It was beautiful, and then wow. they had rigging eighty feet up, and we had a, this stage that would go up to dry and down to twenty five, and water effects and fire and like
0: cool. live music,
1: and all the musicians are live. And
0: there's also be something to be said about actors getting to come and per- I mean performers in general. Would they, I don't know if you're considered an actor in that kind of show, but were you
1: just? I was an acrobat. Base. Okay, kind of like, or they call it a generalist. So that's that's your like token. Gymnast, flipper with dancing background, aerialist kind of deal. Cool. Then they had ballroom dancers, proper yeah. like ballroom dancers, and then they had um, synchronized swimmers, oh my God. which was really cool. Like you just see legs for days. Like, <laughs> and then they had um, four clowns, Ooh. and then a few like um, characters, but. I Most, I think they were all played by men.
0: Oh well, I'm out. I don't do cons. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) One of my biggest fears. But they're not like the creepy ones. No, no, no. They're kind of they just do magic and like fun. (laughs) But yeah, so it's a beautiful show, and um, it's it's a cool story too. It's your typical she's her like man proposes or proposes to her, and she doesn't know what to do because there's this other like or then she falls asleep on this bench and. You gotta go see it. I want to give it away, but it's called <laughs> the dream. So you know he proposes, and she's like, "Oh, I don't know." Goes to sleep on the bench, and then her dream is the whole show. That's and you got right. that like bad guy. That's a bad influence. Should I go with that guy or the good guy? This? And then all these things happen in the show, and it's um yeah we we did ten shows a week. And wow, that was that was life changing for me. That show.
0: That's a lot of work. How do you keep yeah. up? Because I know there are a lot of actors who listen to this are. Um, young in school are like getting into like they're digging like a cruise show or mm-hmm. traveling like how do you keep up momentum? How do you take care of yourself during something like
1: that? For me, I think the importance part important part is to also have things you enjoy other than that, mm-hmm. which sounds weird
0: no not not weird at all. I feel like that's but, like yeah. The truth,
1: like. Yeah, so mentally yep. is kind of the hardest, was the hardest for me, keeping it fresh every night, because you're doing the same thing technically every night.
0: Ten shows but, a week, do you have a day off?
1: Uh, yeah, we had off, when did we have off? Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. And so we would do two a night, 7 and 9.30. Holy balls. But Then you'd have training beforehand, and but they take care of you. We have, you know, four athletic trainers, and, you know, you can do strength workouts, you can do private workouts, you can get massages, you can do that. So when you first come to the show, they in order to be in the show, you need to do there's acts and cues. So the acts are the big scenes, obviously, the cues are the little bits in between. Mm-hmm. You got to be you have to be able to do two acts to go into the show. So they get you in as soon as they can and whatever's going to be the easiest for your skill set. Usually one of the aerials or dance numbers because okay. it doesn't take it takes training, but it's not like you know, it's you already hired at a certain level to be able to do these things yeah we're
0: starting with the a game (laughs) yeah you're starting at least
1: at a b you know (laughs) so then you get it yeah yeah (laughs) uh you're you're good yeah yeah you (laughs) You got it uh um as long as you're on f you're good Uh uh-huh isn't like d passing these days anyways yeah i mean i don't don't know know. get degrees yeah it's true
0: what we said in college Oh God!
1: I was a straight A student in high school. My first semester in college, I got straight Cs. Oh
0: my God! It's a whole just, new world. Just, yeah, I
1: was just so homesick and whatever, and just like, oh, I can go out, fun. I could do <laughs> this, this. Is fun. Oh my God! <laughs> cool. What's this true? Happens to a lot. Of, <laughs> happens to a lot of people when they moved to LA. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I'm glad I wasn't eighteen. So that was a
0: transition then for yeah. you to to leave that and come here.
1: Yeah. So I did that for years. Um, four. Your four contracts or 3 5 I can't remember like my god but um yeah so got in the show started getting in the show and then started learning different acts and and then I got to the point where I was doing a lot of stuff in the show almost as much as a woman can do in that show um I even did like a male like one act that was mostly men dominated wow. which was super fun a girl a girlfriend of mine did it as well Pauline and girls a few girls before us did it too she and but it was it was fun because it was like a male kind of yeah dominated act and then you just sprinkle in some females in there, which is cool. That's so cool. Yeah, so I kind of I, I did a lot and and then I just um I didn't tap out because there's definitely more that I could have done. But I got that feeling again. I was like, oh I love it, but like I don't know. I don't. You have really good internal cues. I think I do sometimes Ugh. with some stuff. <laughs> but that one was scary because now you're talking a pretty good salary, um, friends that I'm friends with for life now, best friends, um, a great show, um, cheap rent, fun things, and and um, now I'm gonna have to start over. You know, like leave all that, and then what? What am I gonna do? But I just I did it. I left. I, I didn't re-sign the last contract. I left on good terms. I just said I want to move on. And that's when I moved to L.A. Okay. Yeah. To pursue acting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't know stunts. I didn't. I, well, I didn't. I, I just thought it was people, like, I was like, oh, my God. they, they look like they're dying. Everything. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what went into it. You know, I, I was doing some really dangerous stuff in the show. But. Yeah, I, I just I was uh, naive to what, what happened with it.
0: Wait, so how old were you when you finally moved to LA? Can I ask you a question?
1: Yeah, I think I was twenty nine. Okay,
0: thirty. So you get to LA, you're yeah. a fully formed adult at this point. Because a lot of people yes, don't move here. I'm a functioning you're adult, functioning adult,
1: as they say. As, and yeah, then well, somehow you're
0: thrown into this acting pool. Mm-hmm. What do you do first? Do you get an agent? Do you get a class? Mm, Where do you
1: start? Yeah, I. Do you have friends here already? Not. Friends that I was super close with yet. Okay. Two girls that were in the show before me both moved to L.A. at different times, and they're both really established stunt women now. Cool. So they were doing stunts, and I kind of heard-ish about it, but still didn't know. Like, one, one of my one of the girls, Sarah, like, I saw a picture of her. Like, she was doing a fight scene, and someone accidentally punched her, and her nose was like, she had to get surgery. And I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. Oh God. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm like, the they I can't believe they're doing this. Like... So I just didn't know th- about that, and um, so my first intention when I moved here was getting a class. Okay, I think that's really important. And um, Lewis got me my first agent, cool. but she was just a commercial. A- well, not just, but she was my commercial agent. I feel
0: like that's a good place to start. Though. So
1: she only did commercial and voiceover. Okay. Um and. Yeah, so I got Were you her. in a
0: class initially
1: what, what I was part? was there a class that was helpful to you when you first got here? Yeah, I joined the Renegade Theater, which I'm still a part of. My oh the teacher one that was down yeah, the street. It oh, was. That's so funny. Chick okay. Venera is the is my teacher now. Is it closed? No, moved to North Hollywood. Ah, okay. Yeah. So um he's I love it. I I, I audited a few classes and 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 did that, but I didn't know what to expect, so nothing was like I just wanted to go by my feeling and I felt, I really felt good there. I still didn't know like who's a good teacher and who's a bad teacher. I think, I think that's any teacher is a advice. good teacher because you learn yeah. something from everything.
0: That's such a good point because when you come to LA, everyone's like, audit the class first, see what you need. And I went to classes and I was like, I don't know, everyone do in here has been on a TV show except me. So I probably need to be in yeah. all of these rooms. Yeah. So figuring out just a teacher who I could vibe with made, like, the biggest difference.
1: That's what it is. And it reminds me of, like, a gymnastics coach. And the most successful gymnastics coaches adapt how they teach to every student. So true. You know, you see some that just scream at everybody. Some people don't respond to screaming at. Some -hmm. people do thrive on that. And what I love about Chick is he really gets to know you and and, and knows what you need. And pushes you, but not to the point where you're going to break and quit. So I liked that. So that's why I stuck with him, and I'm still with him.
0: That's really cool. Yeah.
1: I have no desire to move on at the moment, or I don't I, – I'm happy. So it's like I, cool. I don't – I think a lot of times if people aren't booking work or doing things, the, the, the first thing is, like, I need new headshots. I need a new agent. I need a new acting teacher. Sometimes, sure. Sometimes you do need new headshots because you look 10 years younger or something. Like, were you – Whatever, whatever it may be, but it's usually not that. It's usually you. <laughs> Honestly, it is.
0: This is like you know, and a I, lot of
1: people don't want to admit that. I mean, I I don't like to say when I screw up or whatever, but it it usually is me. It's
0: the it's the it's such a go to, and I I'm guilty of it just as many times as anyone else. The sure. second it's been really quiet for a while, I'm like, maybe I should go back to having red hair. Yeah. And it's like it's not that is not it. No. It's really easy to like judge ourselves and be like, oh, I guess I should work out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That not is it. not going to get you in more rooms. No, it's like not. it's a different. It's different. It's
1: not because casting directors are creative. They can mm-hmm. say, well, maybe she'll dye her hair red. Like yes. it's not like that is going to get you it. It's got to be your talent. Or yeah. sometimes, yeah, there are stuff that you're like, man, I should have gotten that. I nailed that, and you know producer's friend gets it. It, whatever. There are situations, of course, like that. Yeah. But majority for, first thing is people, and myself, like we said, it's like, oh, well, I didn't get that because, well, no. Mm-hmm. Or I need new headshots or this or whatever. And you're like, no. I
0: panicked earlier today because I was leaving for an audition and I yeah. couldn't get my updated resume to print. And oh, God. I was God. missing one of my new credits. Meltdown. City. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, exactly. I was like, I'm going to be late. I'm going to, I'm like, I'm just. I'm not going to get this because I didn't <laughs> see that I was. <laughs> Club girl three. I whatever. took a breath and I was like, if they don't want you for this job, they're not going to want you because you didn't have one credit on your resume. On your paper Mm -hmm. resume that is on every other website with your name on it. Yeah. They're going to not want you because you weren't right for the role. And I was like, you good? Yeah, and out the door. <laughs> That's good. You have to check yourself all the time. So many times, all the time. Okay, so you have you have a commercial agent. Yeah, you're in a class. Uh huh. You have like a, a temporary apartment. What do you? Um, where do you? What go did, from I here? Do?
1: Well, did I do? you have a job? Not well. I okay. So I, I did meet somebody when I was in Vegas. Um, so my boyfriend at the time, we were together for a while, and he it was actually he's actually European. So, and he's a singer, and hmm. so he was on tour all the time. So he didn't, he had a home base over there, and then when he was in the States, I'd meet up with him, or he'd come to Vegas, and so we didn't have, like, a base um, together in the States, but he liked the idea of me, me moving to L.A. I mean, I was always like, I want to move there. And finally, he's like, just move then. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he got a place there, like an investment place, and he let me live there, which was great. That's amazing. Yeah, because we, we were dating. You know, we were together I for years. So it's I like. I
0: could have had a free place to live here. Oh my God. Oh, if God. my mom lived here,
1: I'd live with my mom still. if I, I had friends
0: who lived here and lived with aunts and uncles. I'm like, you are lucky. There is zero shame in that. Yeah. Thing.
1: Yeah. So he, I lived with him. And, but I was, I, I had little odd jobs. I worked, oh my God. It was horrible. I worked at this. I was, of course, everyone does it—catering or bartending or. But I didn't even get a good like bartending or getting waitressing a good job. Bartending
0: job in LA it's harder than takes getting other jobs.
1: A couple years, just yeah. so people know. So I was working for this like podunk shit. Oh god, I don't even know the name. I don't want to say it. Oh, I don't know the name even. Anyways, but somehow gets away with paying you nine dollars an hour.
0: Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. You know something like that, and like, and I have no problem working. Like I've always been a work. I'll work. I'll do whatever. But man people are assholes here and like just I was just oh god it was just I got to the point where I was like what the hell I left Cirque or I left you know Vegas for this yeah but I still you know I was doing my classes and doing my stuff and um then I I also then in the meantime got my certification to be a substitute teacher
0: oh okay for,
1: for LAUSD which was good better pay easier to give up sh- like shifts and stuff because they call you in the morning and it's like an automated thing you available today you press one yes four no and then whatever so usually
0: a great idea for a job do they yes okay um, so anyone
1: listening <laughs> yeah if you have your degree your only prereq is having at least a bachelor's okay um in anything and then you take the california basic CBEST, best uh california basic examination test okay Which is kind of like a watered down sat type test a standardized thing you can get like study books for it i thought i was going to fail it because i hadn't studied in 10 years like I I I hadn't had to use my brain (laughs) in forever but I studied enough passed it and then you go through you know background check and this and that and that's that
0: that's a great
1: it really is I I tell everybody to do it
0: that's great okay yeah and and the the teacher usually does stuff to do it's not like yeah
1: they leave you everything you just like follow the rules and it's so and usually by the morning you know if you have an audition or anything that day Mm -hmm. and if you do elementary school you're done by two anyways 2 or 2.30, okay. so you still have time to do the rest of your day. Very cool. So I did that, too. That's a great idea. Thank which was, love. yeah, which was really good. Um, I kind of encourage anybody to do that, really. Yeah. And um, then I was, then I got in with a couple uh, better caterers, and uh, now I still am friends with one of my, um, a private chef that I used to work for, and that was better. That, and then I was making $30 an hour, and I was like, <laughs> I'm rich again. They're yeah. <laughs> like, whoo, screw you, $9. Um, yeah, so I had my little things here and there, but it really helped that I didn't have rent, of course. Yeah. Um, and it, it gave me a little cushion, but I still was stressed. I'm always stressed, like, yeah, always. When, you know, always stressed and what do I to do? What we gonna do I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. And, um, in the midst of that, like, I probably had been here. I don't know. Oh, I guess we started doing workshops. Oh, cause then the next step is to get an agent. Mm-hmm. You know, in a theatrical rep, and that doesn't come easy, as you know. No, you know, it takes a while. It's hard fought, but I got lucky, um, and well, I was going to a lot of those casting workshops, and what else are they called? Casting director workshops, yeah. and then also agents. Sometimes agents and managers would go, mm-hmm. and I was doing those, and not not too much luck. And even at that time, which wasn't that long ago, they they almost disregarded me when if they saw like any stunty type stuff on there. Really? Because I didn't really have a resume yet, but I had, like, my acrobatic stuff on there. Oh, I had worked one right when I got here. My, my friend, who's a stunt guy, he knew I'd just moved to L.A., and they needed, like, a stunt actress on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. So it was like a... it was a, Technically, it was an acting role, but it needed to be someone that could jump in the water and swim. Cool. Yeah. So I did that, which I did... So you had oh, a
0: credit right away. I had a
1: credit, but... That's awesome. Oh, but I'm still, it still won't show up on IMDb, which I'm pissed about really? years later. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm over you it now, but it? I that's did. They're annoying. They're annoying. Like they, it's, yeah, I don't know. Not that it matters, but I'm like, hey, that's the, hello. That's my first one. I want to see that guy on there. Um, but if yeah. If you don't
0: know how to request your credits on IMDb, um, shoot me a message and I'll will show you how to do it.
1: Yeah. It's really easy. It is easy when you we get have, the hang of it.
0: You mostly have to do it yourself.
1: You do. I will give it to you. It's nice when it pops up and you're like, oh, thanks. I forgot I that know. one." Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I was like, you know, in the beginning, you scrounge for every credit you have. Everything. Even when you work on stuff and they're, and I'm like, and they're like, this isn't going to be on IMDb. I'm like, just make an IMDb, (laughs) please. Um, but yeah, so I did that and that was, that was a funny thing because holy shit, like he called me the night before and then I'm supposed to work the next day and like throw me to the wolves, you know, Mm -hmm. like I know nothing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know even about like the union and stuff. Okay. So that was a weird thing.
0: Can you Taft Hartley... A stunt person?
1: You can, but apparently I was already eligible because when I was at La Rev, we worked on the Latin Grammys and some TV shows. So I got after qualified, and when they merged, I didn't know this. I got grandfathered in. I mean, I had to join. I still had to do, like, I think I had the one freebie. Mm -hmm. I was already eligible, so I could do that one freebie for um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then I was eligible, and then my next one was a must-join. Okay. So another thing that I got lucky with, because that's another, like, hard thing to get these days is a catch 22. It's like no one wants to taff anybody, or, especially with stunt people. Like, when I was, you know, AP Bio just finished, but I was trying to get some people on there just to get a voucher and, like, some yeah. up-and-coming stunt people I know, because it's almost harder than to get a job.
0: It's, it's funny because I kind of lucked into it through some commercial work, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I... I don't want to be joining. Because I was working so well commercially at the time. Yeah. I wasn't ready to join. And then one day, I worked like a terrible student... It was, no, it wasn't a student film, but it was like a... I worked on a couple bad movies, and yeah. they were non-union.
1: And I was like, I, I'm i done. I'm yeah. doing... I'm
0: joining. Yeah. Just for the sheer fact that I'm done being like this. But I, it was a long time coming. Right. To earn that.
1: Right. When you know... I mean... There's a lot of great, like obviously, non-union stuff out there if mm. you have the right people on board. But there's something about having that bubble around you.
0: Totally. I feel, it's really nice.
1: Really nice, yeah. It just you know what you're getting into.
0: So how long did you just focus on acting before stunt became more of a proficient thing? About a year.
1: Really? Yeah. It was pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It was pretty quick. And um, I forgot another thing. When mm. I was in Vegas, still in the show, um, the girl I talked about... Two of the girls that were in the show that end up being stunt women, whatever. She calls me because she's she's one of the, this coordinator had uh, asked her if she knew anybody. It was a non-union commercial, okay. uh, an insurance commercial, in Mercury Insurance. No, it was here in L.A., oh. but they needed a non-union, five foot five blonde that could ride a motorcycle, and that's it. And she knew she knew I had a bike at the time, because I ride bikes. And um, so,
0: in case you didn't think she was cool enough, she
1: (laughs) also rides motorcycles.
0: Uh, (laughs) I'm just gonna Uh, crawl in a a basic bitch hole now. Stop it!
1: (laughs) I'm a bull dyke on my bike. (laughs) I am. I ride a Harley. I mean, I got rid of my Harley, but I had a big Harley for a while. Just like uh. that's so cool. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I love motorcycles too. Uh, That's another story, but motorcycle in LA is no joke. So no, no, no. But um, yeah. So I, I came to do the job. It happened to fall on my Tuesday, Wednesday off. So she, I didn't know her very well. Name Sarah, but um, we've now become very good friends. I Stayed at her place. She said she'd show me the ropes, which is amazing. If you have someone that just dedicates her time, because that was my kind of my first time on like knowing anything on set and I'm like a whatever. Yeah. So she came to set with me because she knew the coordinator. I wanted to make sure everything was good. Um yeah, so I, I ended up doing the bike thing. It was super easy, just basic driving, come off, take the helmet on, whatnot. And then he's like, So then I, I didn't <laughs> so then he says, Okay, so you're back tomorrow, which I knew, but I thought the next day was I was like jumping off of a truck onto a mat, like nothing crazy, you know. <laughs> sounds like totally that. No,
0: thing. but like
1: going into like coming from Cirque where I did a you know, 55, 60 foot drop into the water, okay, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, I have a big, huge mat to jump off 10 feet. Okay. I see your point. So just like the, that, I was like, okay, that'll be fine. And so like we finished the first day and he's like, okay, so tomorrow you'll come back and jump off the car and then do the front flip through the glass. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you're going to do, um, oh yeah, I told you, you know, whatever. Maybe you did. I don't know. I don't, thought I would remember that one, but. So basically, just a run, dive roll, like a front, almost like a front flip, then you roll on your back and stand up, um, but through glass doors, like sliding glass doors. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was kind of a blessing, though, because I didn't know enough to even think twice. I just trusted my skill set. We practiced it. it was running with another guy, a guy and I. We practiced it without, you know, the door there. The front roll part was a piece of cake. It's just timing. And mm-hmm. it's tempered glass, and they put... So it's the same glass that's in your car. So the theory for that kind of stuff, a lot of people say, oh, it's breakaway. No, no. Breakaway can only be in small things like a beer bottle. You see someone break a beer bottle. Because yeah. if it gets too big, it'll break away on itself, the sugar glass, the candy glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too heavy. Okay. So for big panels of stuff like windows and um, people going through car windows and regular windows and doors and it's, or ceilings, it's tempered glass, which is the same as your front windshield in your car. So the theory behind that is if you have an impact in your car – then that spider webs it mm-hmm. and then it would break in one piece almost or like a body going through it would, it wouldn't be as aggressive as like a ton a of, of different of glass, glass breaks. Yeah. So it's just spider webs mm-hmm. from the impact. So what they do is special effects puts these little pop points on the corner, uh, little charges are called. Okay. And they time it to pop it in the split second before the body is supposed to hit it. Ooh, ooh. So it's, it's a lot of pressure on them. Yeah, because you see, I mean, there's stories of it not, not popping. I think you told me one. The bug. Like we bug on, on a windshield. Yeah, like stuff like that. So, but I didn't know enough yet, and I just trusted them, which they were great. And yeah, I did, I did it, and it was cool. So, I and mean, then I went back and did my show for another year in Vegas. But it was cool because when I first moved here, I had at least um, some footage when I did get into stunts to ha- start my real yeah, yeah, but oh, that was really that was pretty cool. crazy. But it was like ignorance is bliss in that one because I yeah. didn't think too much of it. I just went and rode a motorcycle and went and did this and.
0: So when you, when, so say mm-hmm. we have actors who are out coming out mm-hmm. here and they're they've been acting or people I know people who are are curious about this business. What do you do first if you've already like live in LA and are established here as an actor? Is there like a. St- Dumped school. Like, how do you learn about these kind of things before you go? Do you just meet up with a stunt coordinator and start working with them?
1: That's a good question. Everyone asks asks that, which is interesting. But um, to me, it, like, I don't want to shit on anywhere else, but <laughs> LA is where you want to be for acting for direct. Like, yeah. it's that that's that going year hundreds of years ago. You moved to LA to make it big, kind of deal, right?
0: Other towns pop, but this right is not a jam. so.
1: By the time you're here, there's a level of expected skills um, to already just get into the business. Mm-hmm. It's not like you wake up one day, you've never done anything in your life. You're like, I just want to be a stuntman. But I've never even...
0: Well, it was like the A-team th- that you showed up to Vegas for the final three days in.
1: Right. You know, it's, it's that. So, so I don't, there's not necessarily a starting at ground zero type thing, um, but doesn't mean you can't you just I would say live shows are a good segue in, and there's quite a few in from Universal and Knox and Disney Fantasmic and live shows is definitely one way to just start get that ball rolling um martial arts class um then every little aspect driving there's driving courses motorcycle there's motorcycle courses um fire there's fire safety water you get your scuba cert then you get your master diver you get all that you know there's there's definitely things and you'll you'll find it's it's better to be a jack of all trades i think in my opinion everyone like you have things that you're better at for sure but if you have your if you have the more talents you have the more valuable you are yeah so i think to answer your question i guess um live shows is one good way and then yeah meeting people in the business already so a lot of amazing um stunt performers out there that put on fight fighting for film classes and you know go to go to open gym at a a gymnastics gym and they they teach you falls and fights and jump on the trampoline and open gym for anybody you know for adults so yeah. just getting there and just getting time in and meeting people and talking to people and picking brains and then just seeing if it's even something you like yeah you know because it's not for everybody but yeah I mean fight Figure out if there is something that you are good at yeah. or you have a background in, right? Say you were a diver. You probably want to like you know, brush up on your diving skills, trampoline skills, get your scuba cert because most likely you'll be in the water. So water safety people on set are stunt people. Okay. You get hired under a stunt contract. Stunt riggers are stunt people. Cool. Riggers that rig everything up mm-hmm. for the hand pulls and the things that you see. You know,
0: we, we had rigging on our set.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So those those guys are riggers. So you know, the more you the more you know, then it, it's better. It's def- but it's definitely not like like I'm not gonna say oh yeah I'm going rigger because you're you have people's lives in your hand. Yeah. But learning about it and kind of following the direction some people do more majority rigging, some do more martial art-y stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But to kind of at least have your hand in a few things is great. What's a audition like
0: for stunt do you go yeah. in an audition kind of like an actor does how does that not work?
1: always no no you if it's a stunt acting role if you have lines yes most likely okay. you will go in um and sometimes it's you know it's half stunt stunties and half actors or they it's all stunt actors whatnot but if you have lines yes they usually want to see you okay even if it's one line, which is funny, and like, you would think somebody can say, a cop, and like, put your hands up. But, I don't know, some people, like, they just can't.
0: <laughs> I think about that all the time for, like, coast auditions I'm like, you just think I could do this.
1: Yeah, right? but you don't know. I mean, maybe you're like me when I was auditioning for that SeaWorld commercial, <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like, didn't know how to speak English. Oh, 5 year five-year-old Kelly. Yeah. So, yeah, usually for that, you do. Um, if you're doubling a very high-profile person, mm-hmm. an actress... You at least, bare minimum, usually they send pictures of you, with, like, not headshots. I mean, you're in, like, normal clothes, selfie, no makeup, just like you're bare. Usually for stunts, you, you don't – it's good to have a headshot, but – especially if you're a stunt actor. But a lot of times, it's, hey, can you send me a selfie, like, right mm-hmm. then, because –
0: they just want to pick you up at that moment. Yeah,
1: they do. And also, you don't always look like your headshot, you know. And yep. you're not – your face, if you're doubling, it's not your face. So really, it doesn't matter that much. You know, and it's nice if you do have matching profiles. But um, skin tone and hair and that kind of stuff is a little more important. But, yeah, if, you're, if I just doubled, which was like kind of a bucket list, uh, like a very – well-known actress, uh-huh. oh gosh, and it was so funny. Um, yeah, it was a. It, she's great, but just the process of it was very different than if I am just doubling a co-star for an episode. Yeah. So if I am doubling, just a coordinator that knows me, and there is a co-star like if you if you got booked on something, we're about the same size, mm-hmm. and it's a coordinator. He'd be like, "Hey, can you work Friday? Yep, here is my stuff. Boom." Sometimes you just get the job. Sometimes they need to see a picture to show the director.
0: Got
1: it. Sometimes awesome. then then there's the next level of the pictures, all that. So the actress approves you or the actor. Oh, that's some high level. Which thing. is high level, but it's also like if you don't get it, you're like, shit. Why not? Like then then why then it's the. Why did she not pick me? Does <laughs> she not <don't> love me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like that kind of that that stuff. So there's, I can't say it's one thing or another. Um, but definitely if you have lines, you're you're definitely auditioning. Sometimes even if you don't have lines, but you're playing yourself and mm-hmm. doing a stunt type thing, then you do go in as well. And you'll do the scene. Like I went in recently for an audition on, um, the guy was a, was a stunt guy and a stunt woman. And they're a couple and he's in like, a, you know, abusive man beater. And mm-hmm. it wasn't much dialogue. It was more like, you know, it was no set dialogue, just like kind of improving it and yeah. being scared. And then we get in a fight and that kind of stuff, and we had to go and audition for it. Oh wow! Yeah, so sometimes it's a look. Sometimes they just they want to just just to make sure you can convey because <laughs> even if you're not speaking, you know, you're you're you got to show stuff in your face. You got to act. Still. Yeah. There's so yeah, you'll go it. in for that. I, I find it a lot on the bigger shows. That even if I'm an, um, not, I don't have lines, but I'm playing myself. They want to they want to see. That's really cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that was good. What's
0: yeah. a what's a day like on set when you do get a job? Like I had. I've had a, a stunt double in a show I did once. And they the stunts were very minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, riding in the trunk of a car and being drug out and stuff. And I was having a blast. So I wanted to, I did all of them. Um, awesome. And I felt very comfortable. Yeah, in the set made me feel really comfortable. And we had a good time. And um, everything was rehearsed and all that good stuff. Yeah. And they gave me outs like every second. Like, if you want it, or if you want it, or if you want it. So they were lovely. Great. Um, but I, we, I don't think... We never used her, so yeah. she just hung out in my yeah. in the same outfit as me, and we yeah. took pictures together. And we had she. Do was you really remember cool. her name? I don't, but I'll show you a
1: picture of her. <sighs> show me, yeah, might, yeah, yeah. that'd be her. funny. Uh, yeah, it, that's in a perfect world, especially if it's something that the an actress is capable of doing. Like that's a dream world. Like mm-hmm. we we want that too. Like I don't feel bad if I don't get to be like doing the stunt that day because it saves everybody. It's better for camera. It's better for editing. The shot ends up looking better, anyways. Yeah. So I don't think that's a like I, I don't feel bad. You know, oh hey, you're not gonna <laughs> sit this one out. I'm like oh darn, I know. It's still there. It's you're fine. Still you're getting, still getting paid. <laughs> you're still there. Save your body, whatever. Right. Um. So yeah, we I, I think we're I mean we're I think it's pretty similar to to the um the day of an actor with the exception of the attention to detail of like let's say hair and makeup. They definitely they definitely do like yeah. They, do you
0: wear wigs a lot? Yeah,
1: I, especially now with my hair mm-hmm. just being short, I do. But I used to have like year length hair, but yeah. blonde. And that was usable a lot. I bet. And, but then I shaved my head.
0: Oh, for a job. For a job. Was it worth it? Yes. Because was crazy. Oh, it was amazing. Can you tell me where the job is?
1: Yeah. It, it's a movie that's going to come out this year called Underwater. And I was doubling Kristen Stewart. Cool. And she was given the freedom to choose by the director to choose the hair, um, a hairstyle, her and the director, something that fit her character. And it, it does. And then you don't necessarily always have to chop it, but it was – her hair was. It, she did a full shave, so like wow. a one for anybody that does that. Like a, it's uh-huh. tiny, so a little bit of hair, and then it was bleach blonde. And there was a lot of scenes where, um, I was, I did a lot of it with her, so it was just easier. Mm-hmm. There was one, there was one particular under we were actually in this kind of like suit and had to be underwater, and it was an airtight thing, or a seal around the neck. And so imagine trying, that that's the importance of it because it needs to be airtight around the neck um, because you're, you're breathing in this bowl but yeah. you're underwater. So it had, can you imagine trying to like slip a wetsuit on over a wig oh, no. kind of no. deal? Like, I don't I know. What,
0: like a, over a skull cap and like a whole. It would be a nightmare.
1: Thing. And
0: it's kind of a power
1: move to shave your head. Oh my God. It was, it was one of the coolest things I've ever done.
0: That is really tight. I have another friend who did that for it. a movie too. She also does stunts, and yeah, yeah she shaved hers like yeah. on camera though. It was like part of a scene. She cool. Did. And like it was, she looked so baller. And how long ago was that?
1: That was summer. Because
0: your hair's like th- a bob now. It's like yeah, a it grew. Haircut. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs>
1: um, it wasn't. What well, when did I shoot that? 2017, like towards summer to the end, okay. kind so of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is it, yeah, the movie has a, had like 10 months of post. And now it's just kind of coming around. So I'm excited to see. It doesn't have a release date yet, but that'll be fun. But yeah, it was it was actually cool because I didn't have to do anything in hair and makeup every day.
0: Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, <laughs> even for my life
1: and for work. Because <laughs> oh, a lot of times God. we get called in quite a bit earlier to get our wigs on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And hair and makeup, they're great. Because I know like a lot, a lot of them feel bad for even putting us in wigs. But a lot of like, that's part of our job. Wear yeah. this wig for 15 hours and you... It's fine. It's fun. But, um, yeah, but the difference is, you know, they, they don't really necessarily have to, like, put a full face of makeup on me or mm-hmm. anything. And then then you go in your trailer or whatever and get your wardrobe. And you kind of already know what you're doing, obviously, ahead of time. So you get your pads ready, put them on under your wardrobe so you're just ready to go. Do you,
0: when you get the sides, like, the night before, mm-hmm. do you check over and see, like, what stunts there are? Like, how much preparation is on you versus – when you're just, mm-hmm. when you're being a stunt double versus when you're being um, a stunt coordinator.
1: Okay. So we don't get the sides until the day of. Okay. Uh, unless you have lines or unless, you know, yeah, you don't, I, I don't think I've really ever gotten them until the day of if I'm doubling. Um, but you know what you're doing usually, especially if it's a gag that's pretty tricky. Um, but most coordinators will even tell you, they're like, hey, so you're going to like fall off this table. Okay, great. So then you kind of know what's going to happen, so you know how to pad up and you bring your stuff with you. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm coordinating, I have the whole script of whatever I'm doing. Cool. Um, the whole episode. Even if there's days when it d- there's no stunts, I have everything. So I know that ahead of time I break down the action. And, um, yeah, and then get ready accordingly if you like, according to that. Cool. So, yeah, a, a stunt, a stunt coordinator, I would say, is more of an – action director action act like oh that's cool especially if you're working on these i mean let's think john wick Mm -hmm. or black panther or these really heavy or any of the marvel and stuff the stunt coordinator is working as the second unit director and working with the director to to how to shoot this action how to create this like you're so you know they're they're directors and a lot of like stunt coordinators that have been in it for a while they 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 are in the DGA. That's they awesome. do. They are directors. So, yeah, you, it's definitely way more that goes into it when you're coordinating. And, it, you know, it's not saying that it's a trade off because, you know, you're not necessarily doing the stunt. You don't have to get hit by a car that day. But you had to cast all the stunt people. You had to do the budget. You have to – you always have that little lingering hope that everyone's going to be good that you hired if you don't know them. And uh, they're going to call out last minute and have to replace them. And there's all that, like, that – that stuff that builds up. Whereas you're the stunt person, you're like, all right, I'm going to get hit by a car tomorrow. I'm going to pad up. I'm ready. I practiced. I know. So I'm going and doing it.
0: I love the analogy <laughs> of like yeah. all the paperwork and producery. Type or do you of want to get hit by a car?
1: <laughs> well, I know people that would rather just go and get hit by the car. <laughs> Honestly, because it, it can be a lot sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, then you're you're coordinating with wardrobe and just you know being on the same page with them and because a lot of times there's a lot that goes into it if you're putting a girl in a dress and it's meant to be a stairfall, and you as a coordinator didn't do your due diligence and get with wardrobe and all I mean, wardrobe people usually will know that too but if you're like, like hey please just make sure they're not in a dress so we can pad them up uh-huh. sometimes okay. things slip slip between you know the cracks so there's a lot of more a lot more aspects that go into it than you think
0: that's fascinating. To
1: yes, me. or um, trying to think of that's that's a that's a big one is wardrobe, mm-hmm. being considerate about what that stunt person's doing, you know. Because yes, it's an act. It's want to keep true to the story and whatnot, but um, yeah, you still oh or hair and makeup. If the actresses or the stunt double's wigged and she's jumping the water, we have to remember the prep time to get her hair dry again and. So all that, you know, okay. you wanted to have two wigs set aside and just, just being, like, on good terms with everybody and, and having that relationship that you, you know, you can work with. you how many moving
0: parts sometimes there it, are There's so many, and I'm together. still, like,
1: seeing different ones all the time. That's and awesome. we work a lot. Like, what I learned um, a lot on AP Bio is we're working with special effects a lot, which they're, like, and, and grips and like, everyone's. Man, grips are your best friend. They can build anything.
0: They're so... The hardest working people. They
1: really are. And they will build you a masterpiece just to rehearse on or something, you know? So they it's such
0: joy about their jobs, too. They do. It really gets me going. Yeah.
1: Them. Or like set dress, you know? Set, they, they're dressing a scene, and I'm like, uh, actually, my person is falling right there, so can we move that lamp over there? Unless they're supposed to fall on the lamp. or uh-huh. You know, just... You really got to break everything down into, like, step by step. So it's, it's a lot... I would say, it, yeah, it's definitely – and it's just a lot more of your, your wheels turning. I have two, I have two more – wait, okay. I have three quick questions, okay.
0: and I'll make them short for you. Great. So now we're getting late. Um, how do you keep yourself separated, or do you – how do you work on your acting versus your stunt? How often do they coincide? Like how do you keep actor Kelly motivated versus stunt
1: Kelly motivated while they're working in the same world? That's a good question. Actor Kelly is takes the back seat a lot, okay. unfortunately, because I did find s- quick success in stunts, um, and it's it's fun and lucrative and su- fulfilling. But then I do start getting more auditions or getting back in my class, and and it's and then I get that that ugh again, you know. And it's good though now that the industry's changing, and I'm. I'm able to go in and read for, for roles. That before, if you had anything stunned on your resume, chances are they may not look at you. I used to have two separate resumes. Now, I don't really have to. Of course, I put more of my acting stuff on top. But especially for, you know, your, like I said, that analogy I used earlier, there's a woman cop. She drives a car, jumps out, says a few lines, and shoots somebody. That, and you're going to have to double them, usually, if someone's driving. And mm-hmm. if they're, you know, getting shot and falling, you're going to have to double them. Why can't a stunt person read for them, yeah. you know? So it, it, Kelly, Kelly actress has taken a back seat, but she's not going to stay there forever. You know, that. it's just like, it's a slow build. You still, you also still have to pay your bills and still have to, and guess what? I've been on sets where I've been a stunt double for a season of a show and the producer loved me. And brought me in to read for big roles. and so, like So you're meeting people.
0: Oh, yeah. You're, you're like in it. Ultim- you're, you're on set. You're on set. Working. I'll work as a
1: PA. I'm just right. there, you know? Like, I don't care. Like, I'll be, well, craft service, I'll do anything. Just, yeah. like, be there and learn. And
0: You're just talking about how much we love craft
1: service. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Crafty. It's the devil, but I love them. Um, yeah, so, yes. It it, it it hasn't taken, I'm just, I'm still in the figuring out where I'm going to, I don't think I'm ever going to end in one or whatever, but. Yeah. One will take over more, I think. And right now it's stunts, and I'm still feeling good. My body's still feeling good. I'm young enough-ish still. So <laughs> I, I want to ride the, ath- the athlete train as long as I can.
0: Yeah.
1: But I do. That's, I'm glad you brought that up, because for myself, I, I need to get, I need to put, you, you know, like, I'll There's come no home. There's no such
0: thing as balance, by the way. No. I don't think that's a real thing anymore. I think it's just. But like I do bail on
1: myself sometimes, before. you know? Like, I'll skip class because I worked, even though I got time, done in time to go to class. I don't. So that's a good, it's a good reminder for myself, but yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. two of three. What is there any other than your acting coach? Is there any like book or resource or person who, or anything who has really influenced you or taught you a lot?
1: Um, just everybody I watch on set. Yeah. That's, I think cause I'm a, I'm a visual learner. There are some books out there. Of course there's, um, tons of books that I've read um, that do give you some some really good things and can dig deep and help you get into certain places. But I think living it for me is what's effective for me. And like just seeing, whether it's on screen or live, like even if I'm not in the scene but I'm allowed to be on set and my actress is like doing it. I'm watching. I'm I'm learning. I'm seeing.
0: It's the best classroom in the world. It is the
1: best classroom in the world. But you're also, as a stunt person, you, there's a bit of you that needs to represent her, her, well, for me, her, um, usually actually double the boy once, but (laughs) yeah, a young kid. Um, but yeah, so even if you're, you have to know what she's going through because, you know, if you, if you fall down on the ground, but you're like a really active person or a superhero type. That you're to do that differently than someone who's at their last wits and they're tired and they're over it and they're whatever. So you 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 are acting, you yeah. know. So but I, but yeah, I th- would say like watching and learning. And um, every actor that I've worked for has like given me a little piece. Like Kristen Seward, I mean, amazing. I worked one of my first features. I was on a Tom Cruise movie. I'm just watching him work and oh, the level of dedication that he has a, to everything he does guy. is amazing. Um yeah, so just learning. That's really cool. And directors, like watching how they pull things out of actors is really cool because then now I understand when someone, when I'm on the other side and he's trying to get something from me or she's trying to get something from me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say watching and learning and living and I get a front row seat. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay, final question. Yeah. Uh, if there was something you wish you knew before you started in this career path, um, what would it be? What do you want to tell the people who are young and listening? And, hmm. Or old and listening. Yeah. I don't care.
1: <laughs> I think, well, let's see. I think I've, I found it's been hard. It has been hard at times. Mm-hmm. But I haven't quit. And I think what contributes to that is having a life outside of this industry is very important because you pull a lot from your life anyways. So if you're just living in this world – then where are you getting inspiration from? Where like having something also when you have a bad day or you fuck up an audition to get out of that, you know, this producer one time best advice he ever sa- said to me was leave an audition and don't think about it again. Go do something you like to do and not consuming yourself, like not making yourself worth about how much money you're making, how many jobs you've gotten. Cause I've definitely went down that road, but I've had good people around me my family and friends and, People to just say, get, "Come on, get off your ass," you yeah. know, and and I think coming, I do, I do. Sometimes I'm like, "Oh man, I should have moved here when I was 18. I'd be so much further ahead." But would I? Because what if I would have burnt out? Yeah. So just really believing in like your path, and and it sounds corny, but it it does always, it does work out. And if you're willing to work, if you're willing to work and be patient, um, even if you're here for five years and you still don't have an agent. You know, just stick with That's it. Totally fine. I always said, I was always like say, joking with my, my mom and dad as I'm like, well, I haven't booked anything yet, but I'm going to stick around. I don't care if I'm 80 and all those people give up, but they're going to have to hire me because I'm their last choice. <laughs> <laughs> the Come time? on. like, don't know those other people you <laughs> wanted. They give up, so, no, yeah, so I think no, that. I
0: say that all the time. I'm like, does someday happen to be, like, 65? Yeah.
1: like, well, Sam's here, I guess. It's true, but every, you know, the more, and, and some of the, these actors that are, like, huge now, they didn't even start really working until they were 30, right. 40, 50. Even Lewis said he really hit his prime when he got older. So I think that life, living, living in the moment of life and what's happening in, out there and surrounding yourself by... With different types of people in the world, taking cool vacations, meeting different people, like in the industry or not in the industry, in other things, you're just going to gain so many more realistic. I don't know how to say perspective. like perspective. yeah. Like even when I go and like I substitute teach, just being in that world with kids, I'm like, whoa, you know, and, and learn like just bringing those things. If you just put yourself in a bubble, you're never gonna you're never gonna have anything to pull from. I agree. So I think that's it. Is just don't. Make your self-worth based on your jobs. Really, I, I mean, I respect my job, and I'm so thankful, and I love, I'm so thankful that I get to do this. But I love myself, too, and I love, like, I'm recently married, and I, and I want a life with my husband and these things, and that, for me, makes me happy, too. And when I'm happy in that life, I, I find myself more successful because I'm not putting too much into it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm putting everything in, but I know it's not the end of the world if I don't get it.
0: Oh, uh, all right. We're going to end that because that was so good. Uh, we, thank you yay, so thanks, much. Sam. It was fun. If people want to find you or follow you or check out your stuff, um, yeah. pimp yourself out. Where do you want to direct them to?
1: Um, yeah, Instagram, Phalan 13 um, Reach out to me. I always love that. You know, I don't post that much about work. It's, mm-hmm. it's mostly my dogs. But, yeah, also I do. <laughs> yeah, also follow my dogs. Um, but, yeah, k p h e 13 um, is my Instagram. I'm on Facebook under Kelly Phelan as well. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, you can check out my stunt reel I'm on my IMDb page. Yeah. We
0: yeah. We want to see that.
1: That's fun. Uh, yeah. And cool. thanks for the love, everyone.
0: Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. It was fun. All right, guys. I'll talk to you in just a bit. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Kelly, thank you so much for your time and your story. You are a badass. You guys, are you interested in stunt work? Do you have questions for Kelly? You should email them to me from the One Broke Actress website or give them to me on Instagram and I'll pass them over to her. Also, if you learned anything cool in this episode, in last week's solo episode, or in any of the episodes on the One Broke Actress podcast series, please take the time to write a review today. It sounds a little desperate, but I'm going to tell you guys, there's about 75 reviews of this podcast, and I see the numbers, and I know how many listeners there are, and it's an unequivalent amount. So please leave a review, even if it's just, I learned something, this was fun. I would love that. That sounds like a great review. Give it five stars. Do that whole jam. Also, make sure you're subscribed and you are on the One Broke Actress website subscriber list because that's different than being subscribed on Apple Podcasts. Cool. I think that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Laurel Canyon Creative, for your production services. Thank you, Maggie Zabo, for a beautiful theme song. And I will talk to you guys next week.